Welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman, author and host. Moving on. Brought to us courtesy of George Handel's Messiah, this week's Isaiah reading is one of scripture's most well-known passages. You may have memorized the passage without knowing it. Read the first several verses and you may find yourself humming the melody line for the rest of the day. The context for the reading, however, is less clear. While the first 39 chapters of Isaiah were set in an earlier century, chapter 40 begins some 60 to 70 years after some of the Hebrew people have been deported to Babylon. Cyrus of Persia has conquered Babylon and is going to allow the people to leave with his blessing. The prophet is telling them that it's time to go home. Not everyone was that excited about going back. Over the years of their captivity, life had gotten easier for sub-families. Others may have been concerned about the trip back. Possibly some could still remember the challenges of the journey to Babylon. Maybe they had heard the stories of hardship. The trauma had been shared in the family and handed down the generations. The journey would involve a roughly 600-mile trek in a northwesterly direction along the Euphrates River. Then they would head south for an additional 300 miles through a mountainous region, legendary for its stark changes in elevation. Having hiked a few miles on the Appalachian Trail, I can imagine their reluctance. Never mind that Cyrus has approved the trip and that enemy soldiers will not be inflicting pain on them. Snakes, bears, and poison ivy, for crying out loud, may be out there. They are afraid to go. The prophet speaks to their fear. He tells them to take comfort, that a highway will run straight through the wilderness, the valleys will be raised, the mountains lowered, uneven ground leveled, and rough places smoothed over. All of this will happen to prepare the way of the Lord. In this case, the way of the Lord was the same thing as the way for God's people to go home. In every case, the way of the Lord involves being part of something bigger than oneself. The pandemic has brought unlimited opportunities for humans to cooperate together against a common enemy. We humans evolved this way, surviving not because we were the strongest, but because we could work together. Still, it's not easy. For the Hebrew people, it remained a difficult journey home. There was no interstate highway. The words of the prophet were true at a deeper level. His words helped them to face the challenge of the trip home. Once they had engaged the opportunity, they could solve the problems they would face along the way. Once they had pictured themselves making the trip, they were more ready to do it. On a public platform, World-class athletes illustrate the prophet's logic to the rest of us. Whether it's baseball or golf, basketball or curling, volleyball or soccer, those who can visualize their own success have an advantage. Neuroscience suggests that such visu visualization involves several regions of the brain and the connectivity between them. A first step is identifying what one is trying to do. Identifying one's own intention, naming it and seeing it, makes a difference. But setting and sticking with an intention can be hard. Like the Hebrews deported to Babylon, 
life can make us fearful. The trauma can be passed down through generations. Add to that another challenge, such as an infectious disease, unseen and yet lurking around, and a person's response can become somewhat tentative. Clarifying one's intentions while staying flexible on the methods or highways that one might travel to get there is a tall order. Right now, though, it's the only game in town. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to focus on what I'm trying to do with my life. After the questions, I close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, what are my intentions for today? In the evening, what might I visualize for tomorrow? Psalm 85 verse 10, steadfast love and faithfulness will meet. Righteousness and peace will kiss each other.